Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. We've been walking through the great letters of the New Testament, and we've come now to the one New Testament letter, the one New Testament book that was written to a woman and her children. It is the little book of 2 John. And 2 John verse 1 says, The elder, that's John, unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. John is writing to a woman. We don't, don't know exactly who she is, but he refers to her as the elect lady. So we know she's a believer. We know she belongs to the Lord. And her children, obviously, are those that she's guiding to God, those that she's teaching and bringing along in the faith. And I love that. You know, the gospel of Jesus Christ is for male and female. And the work of the Lord Jesus Christ is to be engaged in by both men and women. And 2 John is a wonderful reminder of that. Now the theme of the book is walking in the truth. Truth is referred to repeatedly. Matter of fact, five times in 13 verses the word truth is mentioned. But John is not just talking about the truth as a body of truth or something to be believed. Rather, he's showing the way the truth is to be lived out. He uses this phrase, walking in truth. Listen to verse number 4. I rejoiced greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth, as we have received a commandment from the Father. He repeats it again in verse number 6. And this is love, that we walk after His commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, ye should walk in it. Now why use something as simple, uh, as everyday, as the term walking as it's connected to the truth? Well, walk is a work, word of progress. And when you walk, you move forward. And so he's saying truth is not something that you arrive at. Rather, truth is something that we are constantly progressing in. We're growing in our understanding of it. We're growing in our application of it. Not only that, walk is something you must do all through life. So there's no end to it. You don't get up in the morning, take one step, and say, well, I got my walking done for the day. Now, granted, there are mornings you want to do that, and you go back to bed. Uh, but walking is something we're to do all through the day. And so this matter of truth is not reserved for Sunday. And we say, well, we heard the truth preached today. Wonderful. No, walking is something... Uh, that we do all the time, and walking in truth is something we're to do all of the time. And John's rejoicing uh, that this family had been walking in the truth, and he's exhorting them to continue. As a matter of fact, verse 4 is past tense. They have been walking in the truth. But verse 5 and 6 says, now keep doing it. Keep walking in the truth. And of course, the truth is the Word of God. Uh, let me just speak as a father for a moment. He says, I've rejoiced greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth. Uh, may I say there is no joy quite like the joy of seeing your children follow Jesus Christ. 
And that's not only true in your family, that's also true in the family of God. To see new believers come and then obey Christ. And to see old believers take the next step. Are you doing that? Are you walking in truth? Years ago, my pastor said, I can tell you where you're stuck. You're stuck at the last place you refused to obey God. Let me say it this way. You're stuck. You've stopped in your spiritual growth at the last place you refused to take the next step. Are you willing to walk in the truth to take the next step in your Christian life? That's what the entire little book of 2 John is about. As a matter of fact, in the first four verses, he talks about the truth in our relationship to God. That's where we must always begin. In verses 5 and 6, it's the truth in our relationship to the church. In verses 7 through 9, it's the truth in our relationship to ourselves. And in verses 10 and 11, it's the truth in our relationship to deceivers in this world. You see, the truth is going to affect every relationship you have in life. So let me just ask, what relationship today in your life do you need to take the next step in? What relationship in your life do you need to walk in the truth today? You see, the truth is not just a thing. The truth is a person. Remember, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. This book is about the doctrine of Christ. This book is about who the Lord Jesus is. And I tell you, friend, Jesus Christ ought to make a difference in the way you live your life every day you live. I want to point something interesting out to you, and it is this, that in this book on truth, there's also an emphasis on love. Listen to it. He says in verse number 4, I rejoiced greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth as we have received a commandment from the Father. Somebody says, all right, we got the commandment. Uh, We've got the truth. Wonderful. But in the same passage, he then talks about love. Listen to verse 5. And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we had from the beginning, that we love one another. May I say to you, truth and love always go together in God. There are some people that claim to know the truth and they're very proud of it. And they want to tell you all the truth that they know. And yet, they don't speak with love and with charity and with kindness. That's evidence that that's not of God. You see, God's way is, in the words of Ephesians, speaking the truth in love. Christ was full of grace and truth. The Lord Jesus was the embodiment of both truth and love. And so sometimes uh, we get accused of being unloving. And yet I want to tell you the most loving thing you can do is walk in the truth. Uh, The most loving thing you can do is share the truth with other people. It's because we love Christ. It's because we love the souls of men that we hold to revealed truth. This love is not some mushy, emotional, sentiment that's not some shallow thing. No, no. It's deep. It's deeply rooted in the truth of who Christ is. And because we love Him and because we love the souls of men for whom Christ died, we must continue in the truth. We must hold to the truth. We must walk in the truth. And yes, we must speak the truth in love. So let me ask, Are you adhering to the truth today? Are you walking in the truth at this moment? Is there any area of your life where you need to take the next step in the truth? And if you can honestly say, no, I I think I'm obeying God, wonderful. Then let me ask, are you sharing the truth with other people and doing it in a spirit of love? So many people get turned off to the truth, not because of the truth, but because of the one who delivered it, the one who is ugly and unkind. 
And as you read through 2 John, I think it's beautiful that the apostle of love is the one emphasizing truth because he's saying, look, it's not just what you say, it's how you say it. It's the way you live your life. There's an amazing verse found in verse number 8. It's the admonition that I want to leave you with today from this book. The closing thought that I want to give you. It's simply this, look to yourselves. 2 John verse 8 says, Look to yourselves, that we lose not those things which we've wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Would you examine your own heart today? Would you look to yourselves? Would you see yourself through God's eyes? Would you say with the psalmist, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. You may be a preacher like John. You may be a lady like this elect lady. You may be a young person like her children. But whoever you are and wherever you are, would you look to yourselves today? And would you say to the Lord, Lord, I want to walk in truth. And I want to demonstrate it and speak about it in love in such a way that not only will I move forward on this journey, but I'll bring others on the journey with me. That is the message of 2 John. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.